back at training. Look sharp, Eddie's. How you doing, Sandy? Sandy Niasi. Hey, Maddie. Maddie Van Ockel. You're my man in the goal. Hey, guys, where's La... Oh, um... Anyway, guys, guys, gather around. We got a special guest with a big announcement. Hey, guys. Thanks for bringing a little bumpkin like me in to join the jock jams. <laughs> I'm Bobby fucking Carmichael, and I'm the NASL's official travel agent. You might remember me, Bobby Carmichael, from booking Lauderdale to China, mm. United to Mexico, and the Rowdies in England. That's right. We have the best in the biz right here in front of you in Edmonton, and he's got a big announcement for you guys for the preseason. Oh, that's right, fellas. I, Bobby fucking Carmichael, have the perfect location for you. It's across bodies of water many miles away. I like the sound of this already. Set up in a very different culture. Oh, yeah, man. One more stamp in me passport. My homies, you're going to need to update your passports. Magnifico, Roberto. Where are we going? Boys, I've booked you a trip to Saskatchewan. Bobby? Yes? The fuck is this shit? This is your announcement? This is what you told... This, this yeah. is where you thought we should go? Uh-huh. You, you said Minnesota to Oshkosh? Oh, that's not a bad idea at all. Coming to you from the Twin Cities, this is Toughcast. And welcome to Toughcast by Two United Fans. I am Notch. I am Jeff, and let's take a dive into episode 45. Well played, my friend. And we've got a new new bourbon that came recommended by a dear friend of the pod. Yeah, Abe Apodi recommended this. I'd never had it before. It's, what is it, Elmer Teeley? Um, Elmer Fudd? Robert something? <laughs> Elmer like Fudd bourbon. It's delicious. It's it, fantastic. It does uh, burn a little bit. I'm not. I'm not a big, typically a bourbon fan. But it's a little sweet too. I'm it's delicious. Surprised. It is delicious. It's too bad they don't pay us. Yeah, they don't. Not yet, anyway. Um, by the way, uh, speaking of getting paid for stuff, you are getting many, many, many dollars from Don Garber mm-hmm. uh, to constantly talk about MLS every day. Well, he um, he caps me, and so I think he says I, that. I get seventeen a limit of seventeen words per team or seventeen syllables per right. team. So I use haiku. Exactly. And you do. And you and you use them very effectively. You wrote an article for Norton Pitch previewing the coming MLS season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, I hope some of you will care to read that. Um, but I go through team by team, give reasons to watch the team this year, reasons that Minnesota United fans will hate them once United goes to MLS, uh-huh. and a haiku for every team. Fantastic. Well, you go and steal some bitcoins out of Don Garber's unsecured Bitcoin wallet, wallet <laughs> like you do, uh, and and you know we, we'll keep enjoying his bribe money. But uh, there's a new USSF crest, US Soccer. They did this like magnificent reveal, which uh, we'll talk about the the actual PR campaign. But the new crest, Jeff, what do you think? I actually kind of like it. Get the fuck out of here <laughs> now. Get out. I like. Leave. I'm good with the crest. The uh, the old crest reminded me a lot of the old MLS crest, and it, it looked a little little bit cartoony to me. Seemed a little bit dated. I know you're shaking your head on this one. You know what was dated? You know what was dated? Huh? America. You know? It's from 1776, and nobody says America is a bad thing. You know, I, I, I came here to this country. You did. But it, you know, with this did history. You, did you come to the country because of the logo? Yes. Who? Who? Of course. 
why, why wouldn't I? I actually was looking forward to, to, to having it on my citizenship papers. That is how oh. it works, right? No, that's how that works. I'm yeah, pretty of course. Sure. I, I'm pretty I actually, sure. I do not mind it. It's a little bit boring. I wish that there would have been a soccer ball, mm-hmm. an eagle, something. <laughs> I don't know. Sam the Eagle from the Muppets at the least. That would have been awesome. Okay. That would have been a great one. Actually, you know, I am not a big, like, hater of it. I just don't think it's a particularly good logo. But mm-hmm. then Abe said something really good, which is that it's not trendy mm-hmm. and in its genericness it means that you can just have this for the next 70 years and if other sports want to take it over they can so essentially it becomes kind of this it becomes it becomes something that, that becomes uh, that you don't have to go and change all the damn time you know what i hope they change soon what the new jerseys oh god that's atrocious oh my god it's like it's like this is a bad joke you know <laughs> like nike was like a few jerseys ago they're like guys check this out Look at these awesome kits we can make. And everyone's like, oh my the God. The red and white hoops. It's turning around. Those yeah. Are amazing. Yeah. yeah. The Centennial kits. Everyone mm-hmm. was like, oh, this is great. And then since then, Nike's been like, all right, this next one. Even the Road World Cup kits were good. The, right. The, the Bomb Pops. Right. Love those. The golf jerseys, not so much. And, and right. everyone was like, okay, all right, that's fine. Maybe one time it'll be bad. Mm-hmm. And then every time since then, Nike has been like, all right, you couldn't think it could get worse? Here's a Guess gradient. Guess what, bitches? Yeah. Black and neon green what america <laughs> yeah woo it's, i hate this one so much i mean it's black with one red sleeve and one blue sleeve it looks literally like something that someone made in like fifa 16's like creation zone because it was like they were really high did you see the uh the <laughs> it's about right um did you see the rumored uh pre like the pre-match training kits that they released today or that got leaked today what uh, yeah, it's just like a red t-shirt, pretty much, with the new crest on it. Uh-huh. Yeah. Footy headlines. Uh, footy has been on top of all of this and leaking all of these for years. The, there's some guy at Nike, you know, because they're getting these leaks, obviously, from the inside, probably. So there's some guy at Nike be like, oh, man, this is going to be great. Let's let's see what happens. And then his boss is coming in his office being like, the fuck is this shit? Same you dude. told me they were going to love this? No, no, no. It was Peter Nowak, I swear. <laughs> They did a good job of the reveal, though, because like with, even with the the women's jerseys for the World Cup, what they'd done was they basically sent them to a lot of popular like celebrities, people from around the nation. What, what happened was Twitter and social media essentially for the entire day filled up with pictures of like, mm-hmm. oh, hey, check out this really cool thing I got. And that was such a great way to do it. And they went kind of that, but 20 times higher with this one. People got a box with like a lock on it. They'd get the combination on like a morning. There was like a holographic thing. And I mean, a few of our friends got it. Bruce got one. Jason in Tampa got one. And, and it was, again, just social media just filled up with like all sorts of celebrities, famous players uh, wearing their jerseys. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was it was well done PR. Including Julian Green, who looked like he was wearing his pajamas and kind of squatting over it. <laughs> really funny picture. But uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm good with the crest. I'm not so good with the jersey. One thing that we've heard a lot of players be okay with is the fact that NASL now officially has a new ball. Surprise. Right? Exactly. We've all known this for months. It's now official. Whoop-de-doo. We'll get to Under Armour in In other news of related levels of shock, water is wet. Right. Oh, really? Wait, who leaked that? (laughs) Oh, my God. The faucet leaked the water is wet. Get out. Now I'm uh, seeing... Now that <laughs> yeah. one is bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Like, okay, listener, uh, please keep listening because there's one of you and uh, we, we, we depend on your, like, listen count for our happiness. 
By the way, Jeff, I just want to say sometimes I put this podcast out at like midnight and then I wake up in the morning at seven o'clock and there's actually listens on this thing, which is nuts to me. I, I, I'm, I'm just impressed that, you know, I mean, even if we are like narcolepsy cures, uh, not, not uh, insomnia cures, that's good. <laughs> I you wish know. we were cured narcolepsy. Right. He's like, these guys are so intense. Like this is the, the, the podcast version of a caffeine pill. Yeah. Which, by the way, I like caffeine pills. Interesting. I used to think they were, like, crazy. But, you know, now I, I get, like, I don't like drinking coffee. Sometimes you get bloaty. Mm-hmm. And I, that's why I take a caffeine pill now sometimes. Some relatives uh, snuck me one when I was 10. And I think that's the only time I had one. Never again? I, don't, I just, I've never thought to purchase them. You know what? Maybe, tell you what, that's the sponsor I want. If we have a caffeine pill company that wants to send us free samples to pimp out their product. The caffeine pill company I use, by the way, has a really sketchy name. It's called, like, Natural High, like, Natural, except N-A-T-R-O-L. So, like, I, I don't know. I was like, I don't want to buy things that I'm eating from a company that thought that, that was witty. Right. That No, that sounds like a gas company exactly anyway back to the you know the podcast thing oh, the yeah, reason people actually do listen to us at like five in the morning uh minnesota united some big news they're heading south of the border yeah they're heading to mexico from the 7th through the 17th so they're gonna have three matches well they're there they're gonna play two against Liga mx teams kinda the first one will be at the pachuca reserves and then they'll have one against cruz azul um and then they'll play i guess a grudge match against the mexico u20s yeah, hosted in Blaine a and beat in a ago. penalty shootout. They beat in a shootout, a friendly penalty shootout that occurred without extra time. Yeah, I have never seen Minnesota United win a game that I've been more proud of them for winning. That penalty shootout, man, really, so amazing. I'll never forget that day. You know, just uh, you totally forgot that day until this episode, didn't you? Pretty much. Okay, I do remember the fireworks afterwards. I was, oh. I remember being like really, 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 really drunk. By the time the fireworks came go. around. And I just was sitting there, like, with my head in my hands. It's ironic, because you're watching a bunch of people who are below legal drinking age in America, and you're really drunk. <laughs> That's really weird, actually. You're like the guy who shows up to, like, his former high school's football games and is always just plastered in the stands shouting about, I could have been a great quarterback if I had the effort. More like, I was a great quarterback. I could have made it in the NFL. They just didn't respect me. I threw it over mountains. Yeah. <laughs> Looking at you, uh, who was that, Uncle Rico? And Napoleon Dynamite? Anyway, right, exactly. Anyway, 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 anyway. The team will be training at Pachuca's facility, so it makes sense that they're playing the reserve squad. Um, and that is called, are you ready for this? I haven't previewed this, so here we go. The Universitat del Futbol y Ciencias del Deporte. That just sounds important and really awesome. It's better than St. George's Park, which sounds like some like royal in England basically like was like, Bring me a soccer facility and name it after me. You were you a part of Monty Python? I wish. It sounds like it. That was right. like, that was Python esque. Yeah. Um. No, this, this place sounds awesome. No, I'm yeah. really glad they're training um, there. Yeah. No, it, it, it's going to be really cool. It's one of the premier training areas in the country, um, as far as I know. And it, it, it houses the Pachuca Academy, which goes from elementary school to college age. Mm-hmm. So that's cool. That is cool. Maybe they'll see someone awesome and then they'll sign them and then they'll be really good for one game and then spend the rest of the season being kind of like, okay, you know, signs of potential but not scoring any goals and then I'll be on the podcast being like, this guy's awesome. You should sign them. And then everyone else is like, no, not. You're wrong. He's probably really expensive. What would the name of the Mexican Yago be? Um... You don't have to answer that. That's a trap. That's totally a That trap. is a total trap, dude. Um, okay, okay, okay. Uh, Yeah, the stadium. Yeah, there was a stadium vote yesterday. 
Yeah, the, the House of Lords decided to uh, pass... What? No, 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 no. The city council passed it 5-2. to two. Next, it goes to the House of Lords. Yeah, the, the Sheriff of Nottingham said it was okay. So now the House of Lords gets to say, Yay or nay! It's, uh, it's only fair. It, it's- the, the Minnesota House does get to now vote on this proposal. And uh, if you're listening and you're a Minnesota United fan, write to your representative and your state senator saying, Hey, this is something I like. Because mm-hmm. um, and if you're too lazy to look that up, seriously, tweet at me at Jeff Reuter and I will look it up for you. We just, just do everything. We just do everything for our fans. You We're know, your one-stop shop for all your political needs, especially your political needs. Um, so we're backtracking here. They're going to Mexico next week. This week there was a stadium vote. Last no, week, don't don't do this to me. Last week they don't, played Vancouver. Don't don't. Oh. It was their best game of the three, which that, isn't that's, saying much. Yeah, that's like saying uh, you know. Uh, Saddam Hussein had like his best showing at the like last battle of the Iraq War. <laughs> okay, I'm gonna... no, 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 no! <laughs> don't you, don't you hit that space bar? We're we're going through. So anyway, it's very much like that. Example. They lost. They got clobbered, dude. It's they very got much like destroyed. that. Example. Um, it was they... their most competitive yet. Uh, I jokingly pointed out that in that second half of that game, they actually won 1-0. So we won one-sixth of the tournament. Um, Kevin right. Venegas was sent off. We had more red cards than goals. Kevin Venegas, oh, that three times as many, actually. Kevin Venegas was sent off in both games he played in because he had a suspension breaking up the two. Um, all, all I'm going to say Also, is... I, I will say, though, uh-huh. I did some research. Redcardforviva.com is available. Ah, yes. If you you, you have to it. pick it up. I mean, you know, to. keep a keep a tally. Has, has Viva been guarded yet? I feel bad for the guy. He put out like a really heartfelt apology on Twitter, saying that he's going to focus, and that was really cool. I, I think that's really good. I always like when these guys are kind of candid, and it showed determination from him. I'm just going to say it out loud: these results don't mean a damn thing, okay? <gasps> right? MLS teams have been playing for a while. I just don't like talking about them because it's not fun talking about losses, and particularly ones where it's not really. That meaningful. Well, I just don't have fun talking about the preseason. I mean, you can't, you can't really... I'm trying to remember who who said it, but I like it. Um, You can't take many negatives from a preseason game, but you can take positives. Albert Einstein said that. I, th- I th- See, I thought it was either Albert Einstein or Albert Hitchcock. Right. Not Alfred Hitchcock, mind you. Just his lesser brother. And that brother's name? Was Albert. Einstein. There we go. Exactly. Conspiracy so, so, theories. Uh, yeah. So, so anyway, we, we, we will talk about real games when they happen, hopefully, and, and be equally, you know, panicky and freaked out about the Mexican results when they happen. But uh, Ibsen. Poor Ibsen. He's hurt. Mm-hmm. It's no good. I'm worried, man. I mean, for someone who has as many, like, minutes on his legs and to have a knee injury. I hear every time he has a minute, he comes off the pitch, gets one tattooed on his leg, and then goes back on. I hope so. Mm-hmm. I mean, that would explain some of the, the gaps in play he experienced last season. Um, <laughs> he's But he had some knee trouble in the preseason tournament. Which game did he get hurt in, dude? Was that Chicago? Yeah, I think it was the middle game where he, he just looked like he went down painfully. So no, I, I don't know yeah, the speculation. Limped off and everything. Paging uh, Giuliano Vicencini, your starting spot's waiting well, by for By the you. way, this is, this is my expertise. Being from India, I can actually read this sentence with a certain dig- uh, amount of dignity. Ibsen has an acute exacerbation of a chronic patellar injury that will require a period of rehabilitation. Oh, thanks, doctor. Yeah, there. Actually, you know what? What's funny? Out of my grandparents and my parents, which is six people in total, yeah? It's three, Correct. two, six, yeah. It's my math. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're really good at math always. Anyway. I dabble. Exactly. Uh, but out of those six people, five are doctors. 
Wow. The one who's not is a nurse. <laughs> and me, I decided to go and do something else entirely. So anyway, I can read medical jargon. If you want me to record your medical diagnoses dramatically, please let me know. I'm oh, that'd happy be to great. do it. That would be a fantastic little sponsorship that we could get. Um, yeah, you can do the WebMD voiceovers. Exactly. We should work towards that. Um, so yeah, it looks like Giuliano might be getting a starting spot for the next month. And I, I'm worried that this is something that could linger for an older midfielder to have a knee injury. I think that's something that could definitely affect his spring season. If if you think you can't wait long enough to freak out about the games in Mexico, you can go watch the friendly at the University, or not against the University of Nebraska, Omaha, uh, which is going to be held in Minneapolis. We'll be there and we'll freak out. Mm-hmm. Okay, moving on. There were some preseason results that you totally don't care about, but I think I'm fine to just read out loud. Uh, Fury beat TFC 2-1. Two, two Suck it, USL! Indy uh, tied IU Hoosiers 1-1. One, one. A suck! No. Uh, San Antonio FC scored one goal and tied the San Antonio Scorpions, aka Rio OKC. Grudge match. Grudge match. Uh, I hear now the this was the, it was to, to basically decide who gets to keep the Stinger outfit, and that's it's gonna have to happen again. Uh, Railhawks four, UNC Wilmington suck on that NCAA soccer players. The Railhawks got your number. <laughs> uh, Jacksonville Armada one, New York Red Bulls five. Uh, Montreal 0, Tampa Bay 0. Take that, Didier. Um, you've got New York City FC 0 and... Oh, no, no, no. This is the Cosmos. The Cosmos <laughs> scored 0 goals against the San Jose Earthquakes and uh, who scored 1 goal. And now the Cosmos have to give up all of their NASL trophies that they won in the 70s to, to San Jose. I believe Pele is now an honorary earthquake. Uh, Raul has now signed a contract with the, the city of San Jose... Uh, the Sharks, actually, he's going to be playing hockey. Marco Senna now lives in, in San Jose and has become a software developer. Uh, the Strikers scored one. Shandong Luneng scored five in China. Uh, strikers obviously finding the diet in China not to their liking. I love Chinese food myself. Um, Indeed, zero. Audible Fury, three. Whoa, who knew that was going to happen? Fury are back. And uh, Tulsa, three. Roughnecks, Jacksonville, Armada, two. Actually, sad. A bit of this story. The Roughnecks on their way to this game. Four of their players got hurt in a van crash. Like, seriously, that is kind of sad. Really hope they make quick recoveries. Um, But good job, Roughnecks, coming through and winning that game. That's awesome. Uh, Charleston won. Miami City retirees uh, won. Miami FC. And that's all we have. All right. Thank you for tuning into Toughcast, everybody. You have just listened to Not Ramble for about three minutes. Jeff was here the entire time, too. We'll be back next week with another episode. And hopefully we're going to talk about games that matter. Oh, oh, my poor heart. Jeff, my poor heart. You did great, buddy. You did great. All right. Cosmos. They did some <laughs> stuff. You, 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 you handle this one now. Man. Uh, yeah, I don't they... get any love around here. No comment. Um, Gabriel Farfan is now in on loan. Um, he's 27 years old. He's a left back. He played with the Philadelphia Union. Decent left back. Then went over to Chivas. And then was at Chiapas, and that's Which, where. By the way, that from. that's you know the union. Maybe he got spanked. I don't know, but Chiapas sounds like the sound that happens when you get spanked. Chiapas. Oh, I liked your accent. That was a better touch. Um, I went like total. Um, baby got back on that one. Anyway, uh, yeah, he's had about thirty caps since twenty thirteen. Ten games a year. I mean, there's there's been guys we've seen with fewer. Um, right. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to think of. Uh, one in the examples of guys who played less recently, but uh, <laughs> we did it. 
but but but, but, he, but he's like in his defense he has like killed more enemies and driven them before him and then heard the lamentations of their women hey, hey. Uh, <laughs> um yeah anyway yeah. that's about all i really have to say about gabby Firefon. he's probably going to be a starter on the left side Cosmos uh, signed a deal with Under Armour, and they are going to have... It's actually a multi-year deal. Ooh. Mm-hmm. They're going to have new kits revealed in 2016. By the way, is my one like biggest beef about the Cosmos is that they just their kits just look lame, dude. It looked like they had gone and bought like throwback tees at Walmart and thrown their logo on it. And now we might actually get some super cool um, design kits for them. Yeah, he's hoping. Under Armour's kind of diving all into this league. So mm-hmm. uh, that, that's pretty cool. So now they have become the you know uh, Spurs fans' favorite NASL team because Under Armour sponsors Spurs, Sao Paulo, Colo Colo, which I don't know where they are. Uh, Cruz Azul. They're also the personal uh, sponsors of Granite Shaka and Memphis Depay, which I was thinking like now the Cosmos will get like lame knockoff versions of those guys. So we'll get like um, Concrete Shaka. We'll also get like Memphis Don't Pay. <laughs> 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 that was funny enough that I hit my head. Uh, yeah. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm totally fine, man. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. You just, like, railed. I don't know if any of you listening have seen the YouTube video, Single Ladies Gone Wrong, where someone <laughs> is dancing to the Single Ladies song, is wearing a giant plastic clown mask, and, like, winds up to do a dance move and just rams her head into the TV. <laughs> it was just like that in real time in front of me. <laughs> Well, I'm glad you're okay, Notch. See, uh, see Jeff, NASL you, wants you to sub off, though, for concussion protocol. You might have to miss the next two games. Uh, I, 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 I'm going to take one of the podcasts and march off. So, by the way, this you were you emailed me today at work, and I, you were like, Hey, dude, we don't have a lot to talk about. I don't know how we're going to... Our listeners are used to having a 25-minute podcast. I was like, Jeff, Jeff, you, you said the magic words now. You said that we're going to have a... By the way, that's my impression of you. you said, I was wondering. <laughs> I really... You, you said we're going to have... You know, a short pod. And now we're not because we, we are, you know, I'm hitting my head. Yeah. Uh, soon I'm going to be bleeding. Probably. I will probably have a month, like a bear coming out of this door over here mauling me. So anyway, let's go back to the, you know, the Cosmos thing. <laughs> yeah. Jimmy Oxford, 23-year-old center back from Seattle, loaned to Cosmos again. He was there um, uh, in 2014. He played 10 games for them. 2015, he played one game for the Sounders and, mo- and 14 games for Samsung Galaxy S2. Mm. Uh, in the USL. <laughs> All right, let's take a quick break right here, Jeff, and we will be back with the rest of this week's NESL news. <laughs> Welcome back to Toughcast, everybody. I'm uh, I'm still laughing at my analogy, metaphor, whatever skills uh, from from the first. Speaking half of, of analogies here, I don't know uh-huh. if we we actually talked about. Did we? Yeah, we talked about the Michael Jordan flu game on the podcast once, didn't we? It was like in November, and I was really sick. I'm having my second flu game. Ah, uh, NBA yeah. Finals. Michael Jordan you, has you the flu are... game before it comes out, scores fifty some points, whatever. It, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm in round two of that. You're, you're hacking away. <laughs> Right, on right Q. there, right yeah. there. Um, um, yeah, I am. So uh, this is how much I care about you, the listeners. Yeah, I'll he's, he's here for you. Ottawa Fury, they signed two guys. Yes, they they actually, the most impressive signing of their offseason so far, in my opinion. Marcel Dion. A left back. Yes, of yeah. course. A position of need, though. Um, he's 29 years old. He was cut 24 hours before he was picked up, actually. Mm-hmm. Um, he is a Canadian national teamer. And he was a starter for the last couple of years for Sporting Kansas City. 
Um, so you could argue that this is a trade, basically, for Dos Santos. How the heck did he get cut? I don't get this. Because everything... This guy's been in uh, the Bundesliga with Augsburg. Mm-hmm. He made it with them from the two Bundesliga to the Bundesliga. Got time there. Mm-hmm. He's not old. He's just 29. So right. what the heck happened? Um, Sestinovich. There were quite a few signings that Kansas City made this offseason. So this might be partly him saying, I need to go get time somewhere. Yeah. and Or money. Sure. I think he probably just wanted to raise. Um, and, and this might get Canadians out to watch the Fury. Yep. Those who care about the Canadian well, We were talking team. about this last week, yeah. You know, is that Ottawa had a mostly American team last year. And right. it's a mostly Canadian team, so not a bad look. Oh, can <laughs> we? Dum, dum, dum. Wait, are, as, as Minnesotans, aren't we supposed to know the Canadian national anthem? I'm embarrassed now. Shoot, pop quiz next week. Exactly. Is it a pop quiz if you announce it? I don't think so. They also signed another guy, a uh, Brazilian winger. <laughs> Brazilian winger. I don't know. It's like it's the, the definition of a prestige player. You know, uh-huh. like if you say like a Croatian sweeper, you're gonna be like, okay, right, whatever. Or an American anything, you'll oh, be like, although, whatever. Although saying sweeper keeper makes like only if you compare him to Manuel Neuer. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, but Pablo Diego, should we say Diego? Diego. I think it's Diego, probably. Probably Diego. You know what they say D-Y-E-G-O. about people with two first names, though. Um, uh, they they deserve. Oh, wasn't this an Arrested Development? People exactly. with two first names decide to have a dorm to themselves. Something like that. Okay. But twenty-one-year-old uh, Speedy Winger from mm-hmm. Brazil. He's he's uh, from Fluminense, and he was loaned out to a team in Sweden. He was loaned out to a team in uh, Poland. Didn't play much with them. Just like one game or something like that. And he scored in a friendly earlier this week. Woohoo! Yeah. Against Indy. Yeah. Yeah. So, so good. Yay. Yay. Maybe. New, new Ottawa scores against old Ottawa. <laughs> uh, maybe the new Yago. Yeah. May, may, maybe. I, I don't know. Puerto Rico FC uh, signed twin brother number two. They signed Pedro Mendez. Collect all week. two. And now they signed Paulo Mendez. And he... Was the less impressive of the Mendai. Pedro was legitimately pretty, pretty great, mm-hmm. and uh, he scored some goals last year with Atlanta. Flamed out a little bit, as you said. Paulo didn't impress as much. He was actually the one who got signed by the Cosmos after both of them had a great year at the Silverbacks. So he yeah. looked initially like, "Ooh, my God!" It's like if Mindot were to hire Jake Reuter, and then <laughs> I were to suddenly throw my application and resume on the table and say, "Hey, package deal," and then they would just have to like, I don't know, set me. Like, in the mail room, just right. so that I'm there to boost morale. It'd be just like that. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pre- pretty much. It's exactly like that. Um, they also signed a guy named Jorge Rivera, who's uh, 19. He can play as a midfielder or a striker. Versatile. Right? Uh, and he's actually another guy who plays for the Puerto Rico national team. I couldn't see how many ca- I couldn't find how many caps he's had. But he started in 2015. This is his pro- first pro contact contract, but he has played 50 on... Uh, Man, I just cannot enunciate. This is his first pro contract, and he has played 15 games for Guanyama FC previously. This was WebMD from Minnesota Public Radio. <laughs> uh, and he also played against NYCFC for the Puerto Rico national team earlier this year. Pretty cool. Pretty mm-hmm. cool. Good signing. And uh, good to see some Puerto Rican players in Puerto Rico, too. For that yeah. Matter. This kid, you know, this is, again, <coughs> you get guys who are playing for the national team. You might get local people out there to watch. Mm-hmm. You know, so good, good moves by PRFC. Um, Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay signed Erica Villa. Who? 
Okay, good. Uh, he's a career MLSer. He made his debut in 2008, and he's played anywhere between 15 and 30 games every single year since 2008. Um, he's a winger. <laughs> Woohoo! In Tampa. Yeah. Oh. Now do you now do you see why this is funny? Exactly. Yet another winger. Everyone seems to be loading up on too many wingers with Tampa, especially. I think they looked at the formula. Well, I mean, Portland Timbers last year were a winger-friendly team. They had a mm-hmm. ton of wingers, ton of talent up there, and so I think um, between that and the between seeing a lot of teams formationally shifting to mm-hmm. a four-two-three-one, wingers are kind of the, the the hot thing. Like Hansel was so hot right now. Yeah. Hansel. Um, Eric Avila is not Hansel. He had 15 starts last year with the upstart Orlando City. He's been an MLS lifer since 2008. Like I said, playing for Chivas, Dallas, Orlando, and Toronto. He's they played- call that the champion circuit of teams. I'm pretty sure they do. Um, 117 MLS games and 99 starts. So, pretty impressive. So, he might challenge Khalif for the, for the <coughs> starting spot. Look, Khalif's shown he can cut it in an ASL. I don't think he'll... I don't think he should start over Khalif. It's a really tough... I don't like the signing for this team. I love the signing for most NASL teams. Right. But I think that Khalif is more talented when he's focused. Right. I think that Khalif has a higher ceiling and, frankly, maybe at this point of their respective careers, a higher floor. It's just Mm -hmm. that he hits his floor so much more often than Eric will. Um, I have to say, you know, this is one of those things as a as a fan that I struggle with a lot more, which is that when I see these signings, sometimes I'm like, whoa, you already got a great player there. Now you have a second great player. Who's going to start? Oh, it breaks my brain. Whereas the, what the coach is thinking is, yeah, I have a great player here, but this guy is fantastic. And now this other guy might actually get threatened or if this other guy flames out. I have a solid, solid backup. So it, it's kind of that that the thing that, me, that we as fans sometimes don't realize. Mm-hmm. But but works really well in locker room. Although there is a chance that it could go bad too. The only thing I will say is that Khalif looked far better last season when he could start and play a full ninety and have that confidence than if you were subbing on for someone. Yeah, and um, to be challenged like this, I don't know if he's a player who will definitely benefit from that. Good point. We, we, we'll, there's only one way we'll find out, and uh, that is to uh, have match. them both dunk them in water and see which one of them floats, other ones of which. Okay, uh, move <laughs> on to uh, let's our, our weekly segment. We we were old people by the end of this podcast. We have been been here talking so long. We've we've suffered injuries on our heads for you, or at least I have, mm-hmm. and and we we would like to take it easy mm-hmm. to enjoy the slow life, to get our mm-hmm. golf clubs, buy ourselves a nice Chevy or a Buick. And retire to Miami. That's, and to update you, last week on retiring in Miami, young, impressionable forward NASL striker Pablo Campos went to Miami. However, they weren't sure that someone who's so immature, so young, mm-hmm. so inexperienced and raw could possibly do well. So they found an aging mentor for him. Yeah. The veteran Didier Drogba. <laughs> He's mm. not signing. Yeah, mayor, I just want to clarify, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. not signing. Yeah, don't start that humor, rumor, guys. We don't want to... Scary, scary, not not a leak, guys. Um, Didier Drogba is actually not signing. He was basically feeling like uh, he didn't want to play on turf, which we've seen already do that in MLS. Mm-hmm. Impact plays there, I think, what, first five games? Five of the first six. Right, at, on turf. So he was like, sorry, guys, I can't do that at my age. And uh, whatever you feel about that... He decided, I'm going to go train in Miami. And that news came out. And then this morning, there are rumors that uh, MLS, you know, 
the the, the floating unsecured Bitcoin wallet has decided no, or rather, rather no, they will not let uh, Didier Drogba train with with Miami because. Well, I don't know. So, so I don't. It's not a, nothing. None of this is, I think, official yet. We haven't found out. It's still kind of in the rumor zone. But it makes sense that Drogba would go to Miami to train because <coughs> it, it is grass. It's warmer there. He can avo- avoid playing those turf games. Nesta was a Montreal guy, so if the mm-hmm. Montreal coaches were trying to find a hookup, mm-hmm. this is this is the best possible one. Mm-hmm. So, so to me, it's like if you agree with his argument that his knees are not made for turf and these boots are not made for walking, uh, you. You do that. You send him over. But maybe MLS decided A, uh, possibility number A, uh, we paid too much for you. No. Possibility <laughs> number B, two, we paid too much for you and we dragged out this goddamn Chelsea drama crap that you dragged us through. So no. Or number three, and this is the conspiracy version. We are going to have a team in Miami and we cannot give publicity to Miami FC. You know, it's the least that MLS could do to send a Montreal player to an NASL team after Christian Niche fill in for Montreal Impact in the right. CONCACAF Champions League. Exactly. So it, it is, it is, it is, it is, <clears throat> we're old, damn it. So Montreal wanted to give back. Wasn't that nice? They saw the transfer as one game of Christian Niche for one month of Didier Drogba. Right, exactly. That That is how transfers work in U.S. soccer. I think it is. Uh-huh. I'm pretty certain. It's in the MLS manual on page 53, subsection 42.8. A- 3-F-I-V Rome. Okay. Bingo! Um, Lionel says hello. Lion- Lion- That's kind of a Lionel Richie reference, and that was a really bad one. Lionel Brown has signed on. Tell us about Lionel. He he was somebody that I thought probably had... Maybe breakout is too strong a word, but he came out... He was in a very tough circumstance. He'd been with Fort Lauderdale last year. I think it was his fourth year. And he hadn't, I think, even... Maybe he played, like, one game, but not more than that. And then David Mavaz got hurt. Joe Nasco got hurt. So a third-string keeper has to come on as a substitute, like, unprepared. Uh, and and basically managed to come on and, and do well, mm-hmm. you know, for the few games before they signed Josh Ford. Ford did, again, pretty darn well himself. But I thought Brown... For the level of experience he had, and just generally too, he was respectable. So I was a little surprised when Fort Lauderdale cut him, because it's like, well, you've got this guy who's been around for a while. Why would you get rid of him? But anyway, he's found his home not too far from Fort Lauderdale. He's gonna be in Miami. Uh, solid signing, probably gonna be a, I would imagine, a, again a third string or a second string, because they got that Vega <coughs> dude. I forget who their other goalkeeper is. Um, David. Yeah, Sierra. That's right, yeah. David Sierra. So, so for sure, that or yeah, you you're all like proper accent, David Sierra. You know, like he's 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 gonna. That's again my impression of you. Uh, they, so so you'd expect this Vega dude and Sierra to be one and two, and then Brown to be number three. But he's if I needed a number three, I'd I'd pick this guy. All right, fair enough. Um, they also signed uh, Joe Franco, who's 26 years old. He made 44 appearances with LA Galaxy two. Yeah, as I was telling you before, if you're 26 and you're still playing for the Galaxy 2, uh, probably not going to make it an MLS. I will say, though, NASL is an upgrade. Yeah, for so sure. That's, that's good. For sure. For sure, it's an upgrade for him. Nesta I'm just saying, him. like, it's, it's the right time to say, yeah, I need to get out of the system and make it out in a full <coughs> professional team. I totally agree with you. I really do. What position does he play? Uh, he, he's, a, he's a defender. He is a defender. So if Nesta likes him, then he's probably going to win a couple World Cups. 
Exactly. Uh, he, he's going to be playing for the Italian national team soon. There was, um, a, there was a really interesting uh, PR campaign um, that the Dade Brigade did with Miami FC where they tweeted out a picture of a $100 bill and said, news to follow. What, they're going to have, uh, it's all about the Benjamins? So yeah, was, my first thought was all about the Benjamins. Second thought was they're opening a club in the stadium. That would be awesome. That would have been amazing. The third thought is that they signed a player for $100. And I was trying to think of which players would be worth $100. It Dude, only out- if you get uh, a hotel set of hotel rooms and limos from the stadium <laughs> with that 100 bucks. It turns out, <laughs> excuse me, we're going to redo that word. Okay, ready? <coughs> it turns out mm-hmm. that the Dade Brigade is going to get season tickets for 100 bucks. That's pretty great. That's fantastic. Yeah, that's awesome. Well, ours were like, like what, 350 bucks or something like that? I, I, I think... 250 Renewing was 250 150 It's like 300 5 bucks. I think it's uh, 5 spit shoe shines. 350 They were 350 uh, Final answer. I actually don't know how much they were, because there was like, phase one pricing, phase we, we two pricing. Of- Meet me up, Scotty! We were kind of idiots, weren't we? We were just like, yeah, sure, yeah, we'll sign up for another Yeah, year. exactly. We got, I, I don't remember, 2014, I got a call the day after Minnesota United were knocked out, and they were like... Give us your money. And I was like, uh, okay, sure. That sounds great. Good plan, guys. Peace. <laughs> this is turn this into Johnny Steel. Fetch. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's 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 funny. This year they were in like I think it was like September or October or something. They asked mm-hmm. for renewals. And I was like, this year I waited. <coughs> I waited for a while. I waited. Ooh, I didn't I, know that. Yeah, I did Conspiracy wait. theory. Yeah, I, uh, I I did decide to wait. But but yeah, no, it's it's of course I'm gonna buy season tickets. Are you kidding me? Why'd you wait? Um I I actually was like I wanted a little more warning before renewals were announced. Oh okay. Yeah, so I was like this I I I just didn't feel so great like halfway through the season being like oh okay guys I I just wanted to like make a considered decision pretend like I was, I might have a choice in the matter. <laughs> so all right, that wasn't really I was gonna do it. But that's the second trap that we've gotten ourselves into in this podcast, haven't we? Exactly. Oops. So um, Jeff. I, I you wrote this like haiku filled MLS preview that people should go and check out. Uh, very quickly, who is your hot take pancake <laughs> uh, choice for winning MLS this year? Columbus Crew. Oh my god, really? I know they're your least favorite team. I really, um, really I think what it comes down to is the Columbus Crew had a very stagnant off season. They didn't make. <coughs> they didn't make. Any real signings, uh-huh. they kept the entirety of their starting eleven, their main substitutes, and everything. And most of those, uh, most of the really impactful guys, ended up signing or For coming Montreal. back from injury. Impactful. <laughs> anyway, go. go ahead. Um, coming in in July or coming back from injury, like Will Trapp did in September. So they were really starting to gel when the playoffs hit, and I think that's really important. Because they didn't make any signings, it also means that then they can transfer over some of that money, in theory, to summer signings and patch up holes like they did last year when they signed Sorrow, when they signed uh, Harrison Awful, when they signed uh, Jack Mack. So we'll see what ends up happening. I think that they should be the favorites at this point. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, I, I think you can make cases for FC Dallas. You can make cases for LA Galaxy, obviously. Um, Vancouver Whitecaps, Montreal Impact, probably if Drogba sticks around past the summer transfer window. Okay. Um, ah, you just took the wind out of my sail. The crew. Ugh. I really do genuinely hate the crew. 
um, well, more their fans than the crew itself. But still, it's yeah. just annoying. And that New Jersey is hideous. Oh, yeah. Their yeah. fans deserve it. I hope they all buy one. It looks like an over-easy egg. It really does. It really it does. Really does. Yeah. Uh, by the way, I actually have a few articles of my own that are published in a book by Byline Press. It's coming out. The Complete Darkness uh, 2 is the second year that uh, Wes Berdine and Bill Stanaros have published their compendium of articles, stories, match reports that recap the Minnesota United season that just went by. And so the new one is being published right now. It should be in our hands shortly. Go out and buy the book. It's it's really good. If you're a Minnesota United fan, you have to have this on your shelf. My copy of the Complete Darkness number one sits right there. It's kind of a really cool little piece with which has some awesome untold stories. That's all I'm gonna say. I don't want to like spoil it too much, mm-hmm. but there's some stuff in there that you as a fan really want to read because it goes into detail about some of the things that we suspected last year maybe or there were stories <coughs> about, but we didn't know for sure. And guys like Brian Corsat dug into it, and so some of the articles in this book are really top notch so go go buy the complete darkness too from byline press well um i think we've hit the mark you wanted to hit this week jeff because uh, you always say man it's gonna be a short pod dude i, I change your accent every time by the way but it's more like fun it. this way uh, you, you, the spice of life. you're always like there's not much to talk about and then somehow we hit the 45 minute mark and then i have to be like all right guys it's the end of another tough cast go uh follow us on twitter follow us on itunes Notch, where can they find you on twitter at lockstock spark oh funny yeah at two united fans our twitter with two not two number two don't, mm-hmm. do, don't make that mistake and jeff where are you on twitter jeff reuter j-e-f-f-r-u-e-t-e-r Tell your friends that you like Tough Cuts. This is I'm actually serious about. We we do like more people to listen to us. Uh, go rate us on iTunes if you have the chance as well. Thank you so much for spending your 5 a.m., your evening, your drive home, whatever it is. You know, the time that you're feeling depressed, sitting by the riverside, tossing stones into the lake. I know I do that when I listen to Tough Cuts. Wait, you do that? You stand by the riverside and toss stones into a lake? <laughs> I find very complex geographical patterns, okay? <laughs> this is Jeff. This is Notch. Good night, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye.